Welcome to Standing on Points, the History and Culture of Punctuation. It is January 2022, so the beginning of a new year, and we are going into our third pandemic year. So we are all probably in need of expressing a lot of intense emotions in our socially distanced text messages and Facebook posts. So I thought I'll take that as an opportunity to talk to someone who has suggested new punctuation marks, which he calls feeling signs, and they're doing just that. They're adding more feeling to written words. Thierry Fetivaux is a graphic and typeface designer based in Nantes in France, and he loves experimenting with shapes, sizes, and arrangements of letters. Thierry, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, sure. Um, so, as you said, my name is Thierry Fetivaux. I'm in Nantes in, in the west of France. And in fact, I have different uh, kind of jobs uh, because I, I teach a type design and uh, typography in different schools, in art schools in Nantes. Uh, I'm also graphic and type designer, so I design um, uh, book covers, uh, posters, logotypes uh, for different kinds of clients. Uh, and my last job uh, is, to, um, is to lead um, a publishing house, uh, which is called Bouclard, with two uh, colleagues, with two uh, friends of mine. Um, so we publish um, a literary review and also some books. So all my uh, jobs are all linked uh, to, um, to graphic design or uh, type design. Thank you. That was so interesting. And um, I encourage everybody who's listening to look at your website. It's so beautiful. Like I lost myself on all these different <laughs> um, designs and projects from comics to Arabic Latin typefaces. And um, it's super interesting how you kind of find the right, the right way or an interesting way to express content through mm. um, through looks and not only just any kind of looks or designs, but letters. Mm -hmm. So I hope we can talk a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, so I'm a researcher looking at the history of punctuation, especially in literature, but just also in general in cu culture and different kinds of languages and um, how we perceive punctuation as well. And as I was um, looking for uh, sort of um, creating a history of punctuation, I realized the ones that we are um, using now, so something like the full stop, the question mark, um, exclamation marks, and so on. They're mostly finalized around 1700. And, you know, there was some kind of flux, but for maybe 300 years now, we have been using basically the same signs, if not mm -hmm. longer. However, there's been a lot of um, attempts, many of them comical, others rather um, seriously, to introduce new punctuation signs. They haven't really caught on, although, you know, now, for example, we are using hashtags for our tweets or our Facebook posts, which could be considered a sign of punctuation. Mm -hmm. But in that research for new punctuation, I found Anderson. Mm -hmm. So I found your work. And Anderson is a typeface, but also a set of new punctuation marks that you have developed for children's books. So I was wondering whether you could tell us some more about what it is and what it does. Mm. Um, uh, in, in fact, that, that was my final uh, project when I study uh, graphic design. Uh, so that's what, so it, it, it ends my, uh, my formation. 
So the goal was to design um, also uh, a typeface for children books and also a new uh, punctuation system, which I call the feeling signs. So this is 11 uh, signs which express uh, different feelings uh, that we can find in children books. Um, by example, um, um, anger, uh, love, surprise, um, sadness, um, uh, fear, uh, and so on. And uh, I, I find the, um, the punctuation system in Spanish really interesting because in Spanish um, the exclamation mark and the, the interrogation mark are reversed at the beginning of the sentence and are in the right way at the end of the sentence. So it, uh, it enables a reader uh, to, uh, to know the right tone um, from the beginning of the sentence. So for me it's, uh, it's quite clever as a system because uh, from the beginning you know uh, how, to, uh, how to make the, the right uh, tone, the right intention uh, when you read um, the sentence uh, out loud. Yes, I thought um, that was really interesting because um, it suggests that there's a dram dramatic quality in punctuation mm -hmm. signs. So they're not just to orchestrate the structure and the grammar, mm -hmm. but there's also something dramatic about them. Mm -hmm. Something performative. Yeah, and um, I, I think um, one reason uh, uh, for which I choose children books because uh, in children books the, the, the emotions are quite, um, um, uh, I don't know the word, quite uh, present, quite, uh, uh, are really are uh, full in this kind of, uh, of books. You have really uh, a kind of stories of uh, jealousy, of love, of uh, a, a child which is uh, uh, disappointed about something, uh, there are books about anger and so on. So the emotion are something that is really important um, in the learning of children. So this is a kind of, uh, of um, text which emotions are really important. Yes. And um, can you say something more about the shapes of the mm -hmm. signs? Because, um, again, I will put the link um, on the description of the podcast, but they are visually very striking. Could you mm -hmm. please, could you maybe explore that somewhat? Yeah. Um, the idea was to, uh, to design um, first uh, some some signs that are all um, different uh, from one to another because uh, we don't want uh, that people um, mistake make mistakes and confound uh, some signs with others and the other point was uh, that all the signs uh, should be evocative uh, so the, um, the understanding of these signs uh, should not be uh, complex uh, by example, the symbol of love is uh, represented by uh, um, an, an art, and the symbol for um, the symbol for anger is like a, a thunder, is like a, a lightning. Mm -hmm. uh, the symbol for sadness is like uh, a tear, a falling tear. Um, the symbol for um, exasperation is like a 
uh, a mark that you can make with a pen, like crossed out uh, uh, on paper. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I, I test a lot of different shapes uh, to, uh, to, to, to find some uh, inspiring and quite clear uh, signs. Happiness is like a, a, a small sun. Um, mm. And um, the symbol for hurry uh, are uh, diagonal bars. So it expresses uh, a dynamic uh, kind of movement. Uh, the shape for fear is like a branch that is break. Um, so it's like a, a sound in the night. So all this different sign is uh, uh, quite inspiring. So to design this sign, I make different uh, tests. I show the, um, the signs to different people of different ages. And I, and I ask them, uh, so this sign for you, what it is, what it means. And the, the people answer. And uh, the goal was to, um, the goal for me was to, to make some symbols that are quite uh, quickly uh, understandable. Right. That is so great to know, because I, for me as a, as a punctuation person, and I'm just um, writing a lot about the exclamation mark, they I just see exclamation marks and then different kinds of shapes of the exclamation mark um, because you have the, the flash of lightning for example or the broken stick for fear mm. which is mm. really beautifully evocative and you have a little dot at the bottom which seemed to me like oh that's the baseline is the exclamation mark and then mm. you kind of twist it and and mm. wrap it around and so on mm. Yes, this was an, an idea uh, because uh, there was, um, uh, as you said, uh, hashtags, uh, emojis, uh, smileys, uh, stage directions. Uh, we have different uh, system um, uh, existing to, to express feelings. But for me, these signs uh, should, be, uh, should have a link with the standard punctuation. So the proportions, the... Yes, the proportions of this sign are really the same uh, as uh, an exclamation mark or an interrogation mark. Uh, so it, it, this sign which should fit in the lines uh, of text. The idea was to uh, integrate uh, these signs um, in, the, in, the, in the paragraph, in the text, uh, so as it seems natural. Yeah, I was wondering about emoticons or emoji because I think on the website you have like a little table where you propose um, the old signs or the old size of letters or something and then the one that you suggest. And you also have an emoticon, so it's like a colon and D for, you know, like a smiling face mm -hmm. um, replaced with the little sun that's like revolving. Mm. Um, so I was wondering, I was interested in what you were, how you were negotiating the power of the emoji, which is just uh, an image, right? Mm. And um, how to kind of uh, go between traditional punctuation and then this very new icon, like looking at stuff. Because in my work, I'm, I'm constantly coming up against... Um, uh, thinking about do we still need punctuation signs since we have emoji now? Mm. Yeah. Um, for me, um, em emojis are, are quite uh, useful because 
you see everywhere and um, in the social networks in in texting in uh, with phones uh, and on the internet uh, emojis so for me it um, it expresses the the need of people to to um, to add some uh, some energy some some intention to their text this is more and more used and uh, now i i'm in in france some some by by some in some places we can we can see uh, emojis in posters by example uh, in, in the street in city in the urban space so these signs uh, begin to to get uh, a lot and uh, more and more used but for me it's not the uh, it's it's uh, too um, too complicated too complex this science because there are um, gradients uh, there are uh, different colors um, in some ways there are some details so for me this these shapes um, somehow are too much complex regarding uh, just a typeface which is just uh, a black and uh, black and white shapes and paper uh, so my idea was to design uh, feeling signs that that uh, that fit that match uh, with a classic uh, text, and one of uh, one of the constraints that I um, uh, want, wanted to work on that uh, my shapes uh, should make uh, should work only in on black and black and white. Mm. Yes, it's it's um, it's difficult to navigate. So the, for punctuation marks, I think they need to be visible on the one hand, and they need to orchestrate. They need to do a lot of things like orchestrate grammar and sentence and give information about the tone and mm. where are things going and feeling, but not too much because mm. a lot of people have very strong feelings if there is too much exclamation marks, for example. Mm. And um, on the other hand, they need to be sort of invisible, like just uh, d sort of like type, I suppose, mm. typeface to communicate, yeah. but not make it about themselves. Mm. Yeah, there is. A, that's funny that you say that because there is um, a, a British uh, type designer, which is uh, which is uh, Matthew Carter, and this um, this man said that uh, typography is not uh, a group of beautiful letters but is a beautiful group of letters which right. means the the idea is not to to have uh, signs i stand out but it's more the uh, the the group the gathering that should work mm, it's the arrangement and mm -hmm. the, how it comes together right and um have you tried out your feeling signs in your typeface with children or parents mm -hmm. yeah uh, yeah when I test uh, the when I worked on the on the system uh, I have some occasions to uh, to test these signs uh, with a friend of mine uh, which is a, a teacher which was teacher in schools uh, so I I invent I, I propose to to her to to test the um, to, to test to read uh, some some stories some children's stories to to uh, to their um, to her uh, uh, students 
to her children's and that was a, a test that um, that uh, make the job because um, she uh, she has to appropriate my my work because I was not I was not there so alone she she has to understand the sign to use the sign uh, and to, to show it to, to children to have their reaction uh, so uh, so yes uh, in a lot of uh, design work uh, there is a lot of uh, testing um, steps uh, to validate or um, uh, bring um, modifications to, to the to the work mm -hmm. and um you offer a sample text in several languages as well of um i think the little match girl la fille aux allumettes yes an anderson story uh -huh. and um it was so interesting because i was worried i was like um are there going to be too many signs is it going to be busy and maybe take away from the story and um but actually it was um it kind of sets the scene and then you have a chunk of writing and then there's another sign. So mm. um, have you, um, how was that for you to rewrite the text, not rewrite the text, but to include the marks? How did you make those choices? Um, I, I think we could, um, for this, I, I, I think we, we we have to to use this sign only when uh, we have the, the the feeling that it is really useful. By example, um, on some places you 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 could have uh, you could have uh, some exclamation mark, and then you have to think: um, Should I keep uh, an exclamation mark, or maybe it is better for understanding? If I use the uh, anger uh, mark, mm -hmm. by example, mm -hmm. um, so you you should use uh, parsimony because uh, these signs are powerful if mm -hmm. they are not um, um, uh, often uh, used too often. So you have to 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 make a kind of. Uh, um, make of balance uh, to, to, to use these signs. Yes, yeah, I understand it. Um, in order to, to keep their power, mm -hmm. they shouldn't be overused, which is something that I'm writing about at the moment, that um, on social media, we use a lot of exclamation marks. So now one isn't working anymore. We need to use three. Mm -hmm. But we are also, <laughs> we've mm -hmm. started to become used to three, so we need to keep, keep on using them. Mm. And um, would you, you said that you are also involved in the publishing house. You are the art director of Vauclar. Uh, yeah. And would you be using those signs or other signs for, um, for, for the published books as well? Is that something that um, you are kind of proposing or is it, was it a sort of thought experiment? Uh, for now, this is more a kind of experiment. Um, I use the type. I use the Anderson typeface uh, for um, two recent books we published, but uh, it was not um, published uh, with uh, the feeling signs uh, because um, this is there are more. It is more um, adult books. And for me, the, these feeling signs of more an interest uh, for reading out loud. 
the the situation, the context I imagined uh, at the beginning was an adult uh, which uh, who uh, reads uh, a story out loud to a child. So that was the 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 context, uh, the idea at the beginning. Yes, the um, the performative aspect. You, I think, at the beginning of our conversation, you mentioned stage directions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that was really something that jumped out, um, mm -mm. jumped out to me that the your punctuation signs and punctuation signs in general are just doing so much more than um, telling us where to stop and where to start. But they, I feel like they encode feeling and embodiment. You know the. Uh, written text is just a disembodied thought mm -hmm. or voice and mm -hmm. you know we're still using words like voice although there is no voice right mm -hmm. um, yeah i i think this uh, this idea of um, designing these signs um, was quite logical for me because before i study design um, i i work uh, for a few months as a teacher so I, 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 I was leading a class and I, I, I told uh, stories, children's stories uh, to, my, to my students. So, um, so I was confronted to, to this situation of uh, reading out loud. And before that, uh, I study theater. So I, 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 I work on different plays. Uh, so uh, I read um, a lot of uh, scripts, uh, theater scripts, with stage directions. So at different um, time uh, of my life, I was confronted to these um, to these kinds of uh, indication uh, to to read with the right tone, and I find uh, some uh, um, some some details, some things that maybe could be. Uh, uh, improved and so that's what the beginning of the, the story that is really beautiful to know because um i've just read about jane austen's uh, manuscripts so there's not many manuscripts that we still have of her but there mm. are um, some from the beginning of her career and then some from the very end before she died um, much too early at the age of 41 or 42 and in the manuscript, it shows that she uses a lot of dashes and exclamation marks and she crosses things out. And of course, mm. we could say, well, these are her drafts and she wouldn't have sent them to her publisher or um, maybe she would write them in a more sort of um, clear way or something. However, we have someone or we see someone who thinks about speech and about thinking and writing in a very dramatic way. Mm. And similar to you she also sort of started her career when she was 11 12 13 by writing plays for her family mm. so she has this kind of ear for speech and for mm. what works in speaking and then um for whatever reason all those you know uh, expressive lively uh, signs were edited out when she was printed in for example 1818 um the last the last work, Persuasion, of which we have some manuscripts was printed. And there are no dashes, you know, or like much, much fewer dashes, fewer exclamation marks. And mm. um, that might be that it was just what people were doing at the time. So it was okay. Maybe it was also that her writing was a bit too wild and needed to be tamed. Mm. And 
um, same with your signs. I feel like they introduce a bit of liveliness, a bit of mm. wildness. You know, the the sun is just um, turning, and the exasperation has these jagged signs, and like um, it seems to be sort of bubbling with life. And m maybe you know that's sort of uh, what we as adults are a little bit afraid of sometimes. Mm. Mm. <laughs> And when when you say that, I realize that uh, in in life in general, I, I'm I'm a kind of people which uh, uh, who is uh, really uh, you know uh, dynamic with uh, uh, with a lot of humor and I have a, a lot of energy. So uh, when I was with my students, I have not a kind of uh, <laughs> boring tone. You know, you know, I mm. I, I have a different. Uh, Uh, kind of uh, feeling of energy. Uh, I want to to help them uh, moving and doing extra, uh, really um, nice things. So I've kind of energy. So uh, so this idea of um, having uh, some energy and some emotions uh, to text uh, is uh, logical in a way with my uh, personality. Yes, I can totally tell, and and. Um... Um, I've read some studies that the exclamation mark specifically um, sort of grabs our attention for whatever reason. Either this is what would be interesting maybe to explore, either because there is something natural about its shape, you know, mm. the vertical, the vertical line going down and then this dot that's sort of like a little bomb at the end or something that somehow grabs our attention or maybe it's, um, it's that we're just used to a warning sign with an exclamation mark, for example, right? Mm. But there are there are um, cognitive scientists who have put people into scanners and then showed them exclamation marks. And they realized that <clears throat> um, areas in their brain were kind of activating that um, were concerned with judgment, with alertness, with attention, with mm -hmm. looking. So I, I love how punctuation marks and also I mean very much <laughs> your punctuation marks they kind of catch our attention and they um, as if they were like reaching out of the page kind of shaking us and like grabbing onto our I don't know mm. hands or something mm. yes some, uh, some, uh, oftenly I, I describe myself as a graphic uh, translator Uh, I said that uh, with typography or with graphic design, um, my job and the job of graphic designer is to translate um, with graphics um, things, uh, emotion or project or idea. So this is really a, a job of uh, translating uh, an idea or an emotion uh, in a graphic uh, way. So that's this kind of... Uh, Yeah, this is uh, exactly that. Uh, make a, make a sign which is uh, evocative and uh, touch uh, the the reading uh, person. Yes, and I think the um, we are generally not aware how much we are influenced by the shapes of letters, mm -hmm. right, and how they are arranged, and um, mm. if we see a sort of curvy. Mm. lettering of a, a product we pay more because we think it's more expensive or something mm. like that. and um maybe my last question one of the last questions is do you um do you think that 
punctuation we need new punctuation sort of seriously because there's a group called progressive punctuation and that's a group of quite a few designers and mm. writers and journalists who are trying to push for new kinds of signs because they they are saying we are communicating so much through um, writing and text nowadays and it's always without voice so we we, we don't have the tone mm. that we can tell oh, this is a sarcastic comment or this is not meant the way it, it is or, or something and we have emoji to try and you know when we when we send a text message we use an emoji to to make sure that the person isn't angry because we meant it in a funny way or something so we are very nervous around the tone of our messages and how they're being received and so this group of people is suggesting to introduce new punctuation marks mm -hmm. to sort of take the potential for threat out of writing mm -hmm. what do you think about that uh, i i think in, it's interesting but i i think uh, uh, the use of uh, new punctuation marks um, should only uh, evolve uh, thanks to Thai faces, uh, by example, the um, interrobang, interrobang, yes. which is a mix uh, between uh, in exclamation mark and interrogation mark, uh, which was invented uh, uh, in the in the United States uh, uh, from a guy which worked uh, on um, advertising, mm -hmm. and this sign um, was uh, implemented. Um, on um, on machines, um, the name is uh, in typewriters. Uh, mm -hmm. This science was uh, implemented, was integrated uh, into typewriters. Uh, so thanks to that, uh, this science uh, was used and uh, is. Um, um, we, we could find this uh, interrobang in some typefaces. Mm -hmm. In some um, current typefaces, um, this is more um, typefaces from uh, the U.S. because uh, this sign uh, comes from uh, the U.S. Um, so I, I wanted to say that uh, this we, we should uh, give forgiving lives to forgiving life to these signs. They should be integrated into typefaces. Uh, then uh, people um, could begin to use it. Uh, so, yes. Yes, it makes absolute sense because there's a lot of punctuation that is sort of uh, threatened. Its life is threatened, like the apostrophe, for example, in English, because um, it makes perfect sense to still to write an I and then a space and then an M. So I'm rather than I am without mm -hmm. the apostrophe you know that we don't really need it to make sense that's mm. kind of just something that is helping us that's more correct and whatever but it is an effort to type that on the phone which is still mm. everything being so small so unless we have things at our disposal and they're easy to make right mm. you know when I um uh when I want to introduce when yeah for example like a um, a Greek letter or something in my writing, you know, I have to go to symbols and change and then mm. include. And then, you know, that's an effort that sort of maybe holds me back from joyfully mm. using something and using it quickly. So mm. I think you are very right. Um, the the technology of writing and of uh, and and the material object 
whether it be paper or the screen or whatever it is, tapestry or ceramics or whatever that that we put the word on or the letter on, right? That needs to be taken into account and it always goes together. There's never one without the other. Mm -mm. Yeah, sure. And for for understand, uh, if you uh, see the page uh, on my website, which is uh, uh, showing Anderson, I made um, an animated uh, image, uh, a GIF, uh, a GIF, uh, which uh, show how we can um, uh, type uh, the fear sign, uh, because in in typefaces, in modern typefaces. We can um, use uh, what is called uh, open um, uh, open type, mm -hmm. and open type is uh, in fact code that we can integrate it into typefaces. So, by example, if you want to uh, uh, to make the symbol of fear, then you you can uh, make two points, uh, um, uh, a small. Uh, um, a small uh I, i'm looking for the word hyphen i think it's a small hyphen mm -hmm. yeah then a parenthesis and then suddenly up the the, the, mm -hmm. the these signs change to to uh, to 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 become a fear sign so uh in modern typefaces we can create some um, um some code to um to mm -hmm. make appear uh, signs. Right, okay. So we need to become a little bit more literate in the <laughs> in, in the keyboard and all the things that are possible mm -hmm. of doing, actually. So do you have plans to carry that further? Um, uh, in, uh, in the last uh, few years, I, I presented this typeface to uh, a type foundry. Uh, in France, uh, in Lyon, uh, in the city of Lyon, uh, this type uh, this type foundry is called 205 TF, mm -hmm. the 205 TF, and they sell um, typefaces for uh, the global market. Uh, so they they sell uh, Anderson, and some people uh, sometimes uh, buy buy it and use it. Mm -hmm. uh, but I'm not. Uh, I have not really the the control on who buys it and how my typeface is used, uh, so um, I I don't have really some uh, much examples of how people use uh, this typeface. Right, it's interesting. You uh, you went to Lyon because in the Renaissance, of course, Lyon was like a huge center of printing and mm -hmm. and selling books. So. <laughs> Yeah. As an early modernist, as a Renaissance person, I, I like that, I have to say. Um, um, what is this? I wanted to add something. Um, well, thank you, Thierry, for, your, uh, for our conversation. It was super interesting. I hope to see your signs conquer the world, I have to say. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <laughs> they make more sense than emoji. Emoji are quite complicated and there's so many to choose. It's sort of given me anxiety. Which one should I choose? All right. Then uh, thank you so much, Thierry. It was lovely thank to you. talk to you. Thank you. That was um, really interesting. Thank you. <laughs>